sorry, darling, the queue's horrendous. They've only got one person on the till and the line's nearly to the door. The woman on the phone next to me places a finger to her lips and winks. We're not standing in a queue. We're not standing at all. We're perched on high stools at the airport bar. She has a glass of wine in front of her while I'm yet to be served. But I have managed to grab the perfume for your mum. I'll be as quick as I can. She ends the call before taking a long sip of her wine. The ubby. She jiggles the phone in her hand. I've left him at the play area with the kids while I grab some last-minute gifts. She looks down by her feet, where there's a bag resting against her stool. Thought I'd give myself a five-minute wine break before I have to face nine hours in the air with a teething toddler and a lovesick preteen who's devastated at leaving her true love behind in LA. She places her phone down on the bar so she can do the air quotes one-handed. The Ubi does this sort of stuff all the time. Oh, I'm just popping to the shed for five minutes to fix this or that, he says. Usually when his sister turns up with her demon kids. So this, she holds up her glass, is my shed. She takes a sip of her wine. Are you travelling on your own or have you escaped for a breather too? I'm on my own. The woman raises her wine glass again. Lucky you. I don't feel so lucky. I'm on my way back home for my little sister's wedding without a plus one. The woman tilts her head to one side. Ouch. But still, not as bad as dealing with a screaming kid while your husband pretends to be asleep. Want to swap places? I'll go to your sister's wedding and get very, very drunk, and you can administer Calpol to a toddler and offer heartfelt advice to a dejected 11-year-old who will never love again after saying goodbye to her holiday romance. She does the single-handed air quotes again. I'd quite like to get very, very drunk, actually. Starting now. I haven't been home for four years, and I'm not looking forward to it. And not just because Heather's getting married. I shoot a hopeful glance at the barman, but he's still serving the massive group of lads at the other end of the bar. Me too, but I can't leave Phil and the kids much longer. We're due to board in 20 minutes. There's almost an hour until my flight, and I'm not sure whether this is a good thing or bad. On the one hand, I have a bit of a reprieve before I have to board, but on the other, it's simply prolonging the agony. It feels like I'm in the dentist's waiting room instead of an airport bar, my anxiety wanting me to stay forever on the plastic seat, but the throbbing, excruciating pain wanting the tooth yanked ASAP. My stomach is a jumble of nerves, and I can feel my armpits prickling as I tap my nails against the bar. I really need a drink. You look like you need this more than I do. She offers me her glass of wine, but, tempting as it is to down it, I'd rather wait for something a bit more potent than the dregs of a stranger's glass of wine. I've been feeling a sense of foreboding over this trip from the start, but it isn't as though I have a choice in the matter. I can't say, thank you very much for the invitation, but I'd rather stay in LA if you don't mind. As desperate as I am to stay in California, I can't. Believe me, I've tried to think of excuses not to return to the UK, but none would have been sufficient to get me out of this journey back home. I'm going back to England, 
to Little Heaton, whether I like it or not. I really, really need that drink. I crane my neck to try to see past the group of lads so that I can shoot such a heart-rendingly pleading look at the barman that he takes pity on me and throws a drink my way. But the gathering at the bar is far too big and I can't even see the member of staff I glimpsed on my way inside. There must be at least 15 guys and they're all pretty beefy, with broad shoulders and what appears to be a couple of boulders tucked under the sleeves of their t-shirts. My best friend Yvonne would love to be here right now, surrounded by a pack of all-American guys who are buzzing about whatever adventure they're about to embark on. They're showing off their super white teeth as they laugh and joke, slapping each other on the back and play-punching each other on the arm. High on life, it seems. But then I bet they're not heading to a boring, sleepy little village where everybody knows your business before you do.